We are live on Championship Sunday, about an hour away from kickoff in Kansas City for the right to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC, and then the following game is Green Bay and San Francisco in the NFC. How you guys doing? Quinn here, uh, joined this week and every week by the two esteemed co-hosts of the Always One Other Podcast. First up, my mom, Mona, who found out last week that Jimmy Johnson's going to the Hall of Fame and Drew Pearson Woo! isn't. And uh, so we'll get her opinion on that and Uncle Trevor's opinion on that, too. And uh, she's really hoping that the San Francisco 49ers don't ruin her Super Bowl. Mom, how are you? Hey, hey. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. All right. And the second esteemed co-host of the Always 100 podcast is Uncle Trevor, who's, you know, Uncle Trevor, do you, you and me are in the same boat. We don't really care who makes it, do you? You don't care who makes it. No, I want you to stay farm bowl. All right, yeah. Right, that, That's yeah. It. No, no, no reason. I just want to see it for the promotion aspect. Um, I'm all, well, also yeah. good news, though. Jason Garrett found a job. So that, that was good news this week. <laughs> <laughs> he did find a job. That that is good. Yeah, the yeah. new OC. Yes, yes. yes. the Giants. Yeah, you got a, a new target on this dartboard, Jerry Jones. He's going to throw darts at him the next few days. Oh man, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yes. Well, if we have time, we'll we'll get into what was an unbelievably crazy week uh, in sports. Uh, we'll get to that at the end of the show if we have time, but uh, let, let, let's let's get into it. Uh, Championship Sunday is here. I am on NFL Network. They are showing right now Kyle Shanahan coming into Levi Stadium uh, for a right to go to the Super Bowl, um, so we'll, we'll get to that game in a minute, but let's go start with Mom. Chiefs-Titans, the Chiefs are, at last check, the Chiefs are favored by seven. Let me get that real quick, and I'll uh, get that for you. But I think the Chiefs are favored by seven the last time I checked. Uh, Mom, this is a big game for both teams. Tell us who's going to win. The over-under is 52-and-a-half. Kansas City, the weather is 19 degrees and sunny. So you got all that. Take it away. Who's going to the Super Bowl from the AFC? I'm a little perturbed with Frank Clark and Tyreek Hill as a chief. They've been running their mouths all week and flexing, like Frank Clark, for example, talking about uh, Derrick Henry, just another back. He's nothing special. And so what, he's big, whatever. I'm like, what are you doing? Are you really trying to get the brakes beat off to you right now? Because – I don't care what you say. Let's see what you do on the field. And I'm sure Derrick Henry's got him in his crosshairs, and he's going to go straight for Frank Clark. So let's see what he says after the game. But with all that said, uh, I'm, I am thinking that Tennessee's going to win. Uh, I think there's a lot of hype behind Kansas City, and rightfully so for certain reasons. I mean, Mahomes is doing well you know, once he gets jump-started. Um, if Tennessee can make it through the second quarter without Kansas City scoring like 50 points, I think they'll be in good position. Uh, but 
I think it's going to be an awesome game. However, I did also hear, though, Quinn, with the weather, I heard it's going to be windy. So if it's windy, that means it's going to be more of a run game, not a passing game, which benefits Tennessee and not so much Kansas City. So I, my pick is Tennessee for the win. Well, I, I didn't know that. Uh, I know that. That's that's. Well, if it's going to be windy, I mean, it might be cold, but yeah, that that, that does favor Tennessee a lot. Uncle Trevor, pick it up from there. What, what do you think? Who's winning the AFC Championship game in Kansas City? I mean, I mean, you would think that um, with Andy Lee's track record, the Kansas City would choke today. And I mean, these guys running their mouths kind of shows that he's not really in control of that team. You wouldn't really see that when the other teams had more discipline. So, I mean, it's plus it's going to be windy, like you say, but, you know, Mahomes has a strong arm. So I'm not sure how much the wind – I mean, I guess the wind can affect the deep ball, but with Mahomes' arm strength, he can he can, throw, he can throw through that wind. He can deal with that. Kansas City is definitely going to stack the line. And they're not going to let Tennessee run the ball, at least early on. They're going to make um, Tannehill beat them passing. If it's windy, that wind's going to affect him as well. And he's not as good a passer. And they don't have good, as good receivers. Chris, it's very difficult. Kansas City is the favorite. Kansas City did lose to this team in the regular season. They couldn't they couldn't stop Tennessee when they had to. The defense couldn't. But I think Tannehill went right down the field on them in the last minute. So, I don't know. It's, I, it's, all, it's all about who comes out starting the game. If Tennessee gets behind from the start, it's over. If, if Tennessee gets ahead, it's not over. Because Tennessee can still come, pass and come back. So, the key is the first quarter. Tennessee can't get behind by 7 to 14 points. Because if they, if they do, if they get away from the power game, it's over. Tennessee is probably going to blow them out. I have to go with Kansas City, but it's kind of uneasy, uneasy pick here. Only because Andy Reid has such a history of choking. Um, okay. Well, first of all, Bob, to your point, uh, Frank Clark, what, what, what are you doing? Ser- seriously? Like, be quiet. Kansas City, you've done nothing. You are nobodies. You've done, you've, you've done nothing. I hope... Kansas City, you know that nobody takes you serious at all because you choke. You've choked since I've been alive. When the Chiefs were good, they choked in the playoffs. That's that's what the Chiefs do. And there's a reason why you haven't been to the Super Bowl in 50 years. Shut up. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what you have to say. Tyree Kill, same thing for you. Tyree Kill's a bad boy now. Woo! Yeah, I think Tyree could. Tyreek can change the game, but I think Vrabel's going to – you'd be stupid not to double-cover Tyreek Hill. Like, at all costs. Put three people on him. I don't care. Make sure 10 and red doesn't beat you. So that's them. Andy Reid is 1-5 in in championship games. That one coming against – I think – well, he was with the Eagles in 2004. I'm not sure he beat to get there. Probably Atlanta because Atlanta was pretty good back in in those days. I think he beat Tampa. In 2004? No, Tampa Tampa, Tampa went in the field and beat him up. It was Michael Vick they beat. 
Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, he, yeah. he couldn't pass the ball. That's why they beat him. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you know, so he only won one time. Oh, and by the way, Andy Reid is a favorite in championship games. Um, one in five. Like this is not. It's not good. And, and then, and then you got and then you got people talking about that Derrick Henry is just another back. Well, if Derrick Henry was they. Last time I checked, they don't make somebody six five two forty seven that runs a four five forty very often, and plays running back. Uh, do, y- do y'all know anybody else other than Derrick Henry that can do that? Because I sure don't. I mean, that, nope. I mean that guy is a monster. He like, and, and, and do, do you notice, Bob? Did, did, did you notice, Uncle Trevor, that 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 all the comments came from the Kansas City locker room? Mike Vrabel had them people wiretapped shut. Be quiet. Don't say a word. Nothing. Not, not even say. Don't even say hello to him. Say say nothing to the Kansas about the Kansas City Chiefs. I like that strategy because what Kansas City is doing, you are putting ridiculous amounts of pressure on yourself. Like there was a lot of pressure anyway because you have an MVP, and probably now that Tom and Drew were on the downturn, or have been on the downturn. Probably the best quarterback in football. You know, yeah, you should win this game. You really, really should. But you know what? You're probably not going to win this game. Why? Because you're the Chiefs. That's why. You you let time, look, but the most, the biggest indictment, the, the the funniest loss that Chiefs have had in recent memory wasn't the championship game last year. When old, slow, and on the decline, Tom Brady went into your building, and well, he beat you. And I understand that D four was on side. So, so Bob, maybe if you if y'all are picking the Chiefs, Uncle Trevor, you might want to tell Frank Clark to not copy D four and actually line up on side. <laughs> I mean, it's a very simple thing. In football, they teach you that in the first grade to line up on sides. They teach you that in Pee Wee football. Hey, there's a line of scrimmage. Line up behind it. It's very, it's very easy. Um, Kansas City fans have been running their mouths all year, talking to me like, "Yeah, we should have beat." Yeah, of course you should have beat you. But you know what? D four was a, a yard off sides, and that's Andy Reid's fault for not being having a disciplined team to know that. Hey, with 40 seconds left, your defense causes a turnover. If you're on side, you're going to the Super Bowl. That's your problem. Line up on side. So we can only hope that that uh, Frank Clark won't let history repeat itself again. So I think the bottom line for me is I this is a heart pick. It really is not a head pick because, honestly, I think Kansas City is going to kill him. But um, – Tennessee's just on a roll, man. Like, sometimes you just can't predict it. You can't stop this train that's moving. Uh, Joe Flacco did it in 2012. They, they beat the Colts and Andrew Luck. They went up to Denver, a game they really shouldn't have won. They beat the Broncos. And then they had all the momentum. They went to Foxborough, kicked our butts, went to the Super Bowl, and won. That, this, like, reminds me of the same thing, except Ryan Tannehill's a discount version of Joe Flacco. That's about it. 
I mean, seriously. I mean, at least Joe Flacco decided to throw for more than 75 yards in a playoff game. I, I mean, are we, what, are we, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? Um, Derek Henry is going to get his 100 and – okay. Well, I'm going to ask Uncle Trevor once I'm done. But um, if Derek – well, let me ask you this. If Derek Henry gets north of 140 yards, is Tennessee winning this game? If they don't, that would be an atrocity. So I would say yes. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, because how, how many yards do you have to have? Like, what's like, if Derrick Curry has like 125 yards and two touchdowns, I mean, is that enough? Is that going to be enough to win? I don't, I don't know. But, look, I, I'm going to take Tennessee plus the seven because I, I just – I just really think that I picked Tennessee, picked against Tennessee two weeks in a row, and I've made myself look like a complete idiot. And Kansas City got out here and forgot it was a playoff game to the tune of 24 to nothing Houston about a minute or two into the second quarter. And let me tell you this here, one more thing, you guys. Um, if Kansas City decides to come out the way they did against Houston, Tennessee's going to run them out of Missouri. They're going to kill him. Sorry, because Derrick Henry will run the clock out. And Ryan Tannehill could pass for 55 yards. And they could still win by 20. So, I mean, I, I just don't trust Kansas City. It's nothing against – it's nothing against their fans. I really like their fans. I like I, – I, I will work for the Chiefs if the, if the Chiefs get to the Super Bowl. But I'm going with my heart on this one. I think Tennessee plus seven is the play. And I will take – uh, the Titans to get it done. All right. All right. Anybody got anything else? Well, did, any, any other comments you want to share with us? Well, any other comments, Uncle Trevor, before we go on to the next game? I just think the comments made by Kansas City, I don't think they're going to mean that much. If you, if you say they're going to mean a lot, then you're saying that Tennessee will basically be overlooking Kansas City. Tennessee's going to come out strong no matter what Frank Clark says. They're going to come out the same way. I mean, Baltimore and New England didn't say anything. And Derrick Henry didn't, didn't take it easy on them. He destroyed them, too. But he's going to come at anybody, no matter what you say. So, I mean, it's going to be on Flay Clark to play a good game because he talked fast. But Tennessee's going to come out with the same mentality regardless. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. It's only, the spotlight's only on Flay Clark to show up. Tennessee's going to play the exact same way if he has said nothing. Or he's talking trash. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like that point, Ma. You like that point? I, I think it's a good point, actually. Uh, I, I kind of like that point. I mean, it's, uh. it's, it's, it's a fair point. I just think that, you know, I think Frank Clark might end up folding like a cheap suit. And Derrick Henry just runs towards him and runs over him and through him and around him and all that. And that might – you know, do something to the psyche of the defense. So, well, yeah, yeah Tennessee is going to – Tennessee will come out and play hard because I really think that they want this Super Bowl uh, trip badly. They they just seem like they just want it more than a lot of these teams. Um, but, you know, they may come up with a buzzsaw in Mahomes and company. I don't know. I just think it's going to be a good game. And that's what I'm I do too. a good game. I, I, do, I do too. I think it's going to be a great game. I, I think I really do. I really think it's going to be a great game. It's just 
you know, uh, you know what? I, I did have one more thing to, to add to this. Um, by the way, uh, I don't know if y'all know this, but you know what the best defense for the Tennessee Titans is? Do y'all do y'all know what that is? Do y'all have any idea? Do, do, do you know anybody? Anybody? All right. No. All right. Since y'all don't know, I'm gonna tell you what the best defense for the Tennessee Titans is. Fifteen in a ball cap. Fifteen sitting his butt <laughs> on the sideline. Okay. That, that's the best defense the Tennessee Titans have. Have fifteen on the sideline. <laughs> get get them frigid cold. We're gonna be windy and cold. Mm-mm. Fifteen fifteen on the sideline. That's your best idea. So if you have to run the ball every single play to keep fifteen off the court, off the field. We'll make sure it happens because when 15 is on the field, I mean, it took him 10 minutes to score 28 points. I mean, what, 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 do you want, what do you want me to do about that? I mean, like, this guy's unbelievable. So, you know, it, it's going to be amazing to see. And I think, uh, I, I yeah, if the Tennessee Titans get the run game going, they could really shorten it up because Tennessee, uh, Kansas City just can't run the ball. They're not good at it, or they don't do it. I'm not sure which one it is. Either they're not good at it, or they don't try to do it enough, so we don't know if they're good. So, I just think I just think if the Titans come out and punch these guys in the mouth, they're going to fold for a little bit. Mahomes will get his because he's just an he's an unbelievable player. But, um, yeah, I'm going with my heart on this one. I got the Titans. All right, next game. There we go. Green Bay, San Francisco, Levi Stadium, rematch from week 12. And uh, let's just say if you picked the Packers, um, it didn't really go very well for you. Um, I think I was one of those people that picked the Packers that night. And uh, it was a 37-8. So, uh, yeah. And Aaron Rodgers passed for 104 total yards in four quarters. Um yeah, so there's that. Anyway, I'll go to Uncle Trevor here. You got Green Bay, and you got San Francisco. Uh, Uncle Trevor, who wins and why? And let me let me get the point spread for you, and then I'll get, uh, you'll take it away. San Francisco's favored by seven and a half, and the, the over/under is forty-six and a half. Who wins? Who's going to the Super Bowl from the NFC? We not have a. Great running game. They got, a, they got a probably got a better coach. I, I hope they have a lot of, of diapers on the sidelines. Why? Because Garoppolo is going to be wet himself repeatedly all through the game, and they're going to change his diapers repeatedly. <laughs> there's there's no way I will pick Garoppolo over Rogers. Garoppolo is going to cost. 49 of this game. He is their weak link. They, they need to have a have have his mom on the sideline changing his diapers after every series. <laughs> oh man. You are so oh, wrong. <laughs> Leave that man alone. He's not gonna oh, let him no. go like that. Come what on. Why are you doing my man that way? Why are you doing my man like that? That, that their coaching staff and that defense—they've been saving him, hiding him. And he's definitely their weak link. And you're going to see it today. He is not 
maybe next year, after 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 this year's over, maybe next year he'll be ready, more mature. There's, there's no way in the spotlight I would pick him over Rodgers. And, that, and that's the game right there. But, but I mean, what you say, Aaron Rodgers versus a fully loaded team, though. I mean, you're still gonna pick no, Aaron Rodgers. Not, ninety percent loaded. They ain't got the quarterback. Ninety percent. Seventy percent, really. Quarterback is worth a lot. Green Bay's defense oh. is no slouch either. They are not going to let yeah. Seriously, going to run the ball on them. They're going to make Garoppolo beat them, and he's not going to be able to do it. No. Yeah. All right. Well, well, uh, we we know we know your opinions. You have. Uh, been outspoken on your opinions of the Green Bay Packers, so uh, take take some time and give us some more opinions on the Packers, if you will, because we already know who you're picking. Yeah, you know, I really like Levi's. You know, I, I, I like the jeans and all, and I think it's good karma that the game's being played at Levi's Stadium today, not up in wherever Green Bay, Wisconsin. You know, I just I just think that I cannot watch a Super Bowl with that team as in Green Bay in the Super Bowl. I will probably boycott the Super Bowl if they go. I'm not, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to watch it. I, 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 I just can't. I'm getting upset thinking about the possibility. So I do not want to see the State Farm Bowl, Quinn or Trevor. I don't want to see that. I want Garoppolo to rise up, be tough, play above your head, and quiet some critics who are talking about how he's going to need to be, have his diaper changed repeatedly on the sideline. You know, man up, go out there, and put it to the Packers' defense. That's what I want to see. That's what I'm counting on seeing. I don't even want to talk about the Packers. I want to think about them. So my focus is, San Francisco needs, and it's so weird that I'm actually rooting for the 49ers. I don't really like the 49ers either, you know, as far as history is concerned. But from this standpoint, today, 2020, I want the 49ers to go in there. The defense has to be stout. They have to hit Rodgers in the mouth repeatedly, uh, not let themselves be held by the Packers' offensive line. You know, just, just Oh, just get Aaron Rodgers to get sacked, throw lots of interceptions, fumble. I mean, just just put it to him because I know they can do it. And I think the game will be won with San Francisco on their defense, not necessarily on their offense. But don't sleep on their offense, you know, because they do have some weapons on the offense too, you know, Sands, Garoppolo. So I think, again, another good game. But I do believe San Francisco will triumph in the end. Yay! Wow that that was that that was something there. Wow, you you really 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 do not like this like this guy. It's uh, it's honestly hilarious. I, I it really is. I mean, has it really scored Cowboys fans that badly? Sir, I mean, like I can't I, I mean, speak I think, for I, all Cowboys fans, but I know that. There were a couple of games that we should have won, most recently 2016, you know, when the refs were in his back pocket, you know, 
12 men in a huddle, uh, pass interference. That was a ghost call. You know, lots of holding going on. They did whatever they could to make sure that he moved forward. And then guess what? The next week they got beat. Oh, what a pity. Well, hey, so, yeah, I don't want to do it. Beat them. Yeah, that was the defense. That was the defense. Why they lost in 2016? God, running to his left leg out of bounds. Running to his left leg out of bounds for 34 yards downfield, and they don't get it. That was that's why they lost that game. Right, that's why. That's why. No, there was a there was a phantom pass interference call because we intercepted the ball, and that was game over. And they called. Yeah, Jeff. No, no, he's right. Jeff did catch that ball. Yeah, it was actually an interception. Like it wasn't like. No, it was going to be – no, no, like that guy actually picked off the pass like two minutes ago. And Green Bay was like had one timeout. So, yeah, that's – it was kind of a big call. Like, <laughs> so, oh, goodness. Where, where do I stand on this? Um, wow. I, I, you know, a part of me wants to be on Uncle Trevor's side. I really do. I really want to be – because it's like why would I ever in life Pick against Aaron Rodgers against Jimmy G, ever. I, I just it just doesn't even make sense to even say that out loud. But unfortunately, Jimmy G has a fully loaded team around him, and all he has to do is not screw it up. That, that that's all he's got to do, really. That, that's it. Because the defense is better. The, yep, the de- the defense is better than uh, than uh, than Green Bay. Green Bay's got better receivers because uh, Devontae Adams counts for like two of the 49ers receivers. Um, San Francisco's got a better run game, but Aaron Rodgers going to have the referees in his pocket because you're right, because I don't know, that third down was uh, – uh, I, mean, I mean, they probably would have went for it on fourth down anyway, but it's like he was short. I'm sure to wind the game. Sorry, like I mean, everybody, everybody can see that. Now, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a so? good, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a good camel angle. They didn't have a camel angle on the other side of the field that could show it as a fact. We all assumed that he was, but they didn't have to. For some reason, they had the, the right camel angles in that stadium for that play. And, and why? And why is that? Why, why is that? You think? That's I mean, think, think about that's that. That, that. That's kind of weird. Well, that's gonna hurt. That could hurt both teams, really. They just hurt, it hurt um, Seattle, but not having Seattle the right camel angle yeah. on the other, the other sideline. That's where. That's why they couldn't overturn it. There's just nothing there right. to overturn it, even though that's that's a problem. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I mean, because I, I just was like, you know, it's kind of weird that you know, you know, you wouldn't have. I mean, Fox, you got all these high def cameras, but you can't give me a camera angle from the other side to. The show that the, I mean, because his helmet was short of the line of the game, and that's I mean, right. I, I guess his helmet was the first thing to hit. So I just found that a little weird. Now back to this game. I think uh, the Forty ers are just better than Green Bay. Uh, you know, I, I just I, you know the the idea of a San Francisco Tennessee Super Bowl is kind of weird. I, I don't really know how many people would watch that. And I think the I think all, partly because Tennessee's in there, not because, um, not 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 really because of 
San Francisco, people will watch them. But um, I, I just I just think the the Forty are better, and Aaron Rodgers, if he pulls this off, it would be it would be amazing. But I just don't I, I don't I don't think he's got enough people around him to pull it off, and for that reason and that reason only, Aaron Rodgers will be the last old man standing. But it, it, it ends tonight. I got the 49ers minus the seven and a half because I think that defense, and Miles right, I think that defense will get after him. But Aaron's going to throw for more than 104 yards. I can pretty much assure you of that one. Uh, now, if they win or not, I, I don't think they will. But uh, he'll, he'll, Aaron will play a lot better than he did on that Sunday night in California because for some inexplicable reason, the Packers in California this year didn't really – mix very well for some reason. I just didn't really understand that. But should be a great game, and I'll take uh, I'll take San Francisco. Um, so, anything else to add, you guys? Nope. Nope. All right, All right cool. So, we got our Super Bowl pick. So, I've got uh, San Francisco, Tennessee. Mom's got San Francisco, Tennessee. And Uncle Joe's got the State Farm Bowl. Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers, and by the way, Uncle Trevor, you, you want your Super Bowl is really what Fox wants, I think. If you really, if you put them executives on a lie detector, they want, they probably want Rodgers, Mahomes, but I, I just don't, I just don't think Green Bay's defense would be a good matchup either for, you know, for Mahomes, and I, I just think Mahomes would shred him. So, you know, it, oh, it would yeah, be, that would be it, wonderful just, to watch, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be, you know, that would be pretty cool. But, all right, let's move on here and get your opinion, my work. Let me get your opinion. And Uncle Trevor, this is, you know, a couple minutes between you two here, and I'll just listen to you guys. Uh, last week we found out that Jimmy Johnson was uh, inducted, going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, um, and it was unbelievable TV on Fox. It was great TV, and I suggest if you haven't seen it yet, I'll go look it up on YouTube. Uh, it's very moving, and it's very, very cool. Now, on the flip side, uh, the reason why I want to talk about this, because, Mom, you grew up in the 70s like loving the Dallas Cowboys, and a member of the that team that you loved so much was Drew Pearson. And uh, he's been on the ballot for like 30 years, and I uh, thought he was getting in this year, and uh, they told him that he wasn't getting in when he didn't hear his name called. So uh, I'll give the floor to you and Uncle Trevor here. You guys can talk about that, uh, and I'll just listen to the history lesson. So take it away. Well, I also would like to start with Bill Cower being uh, going to be inducted. Now, I am not a Steeler fan, but – Honestly, I didn't really think Cowher was that great of a coach, especially not one that is Hall of Fame worthy. If you look back to the teams he had, I mean, they were good, but he really didn't really know how to use his quarterback in their, in their position. For example, he had, um, oh, my gosh, what is his name? Tommy Maddox as the quarterback. Not a very good quarterback, right? And I do believe that Maddox had to get hurt before, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chef, but Maddox had to be hurt before Ben Roethlisberger came in as the quarterback. 
correct? You know, they didn't want to start Roethlisberger right out of the gate. He was their first-round pick, so he was going to start. They just didn't want to throw well, him out there to the world. I mean, it was they so did, obvious did. that he was so much better than Maddox. I mean, seriously. Well, you know, they so they had to they force his hand, and he had to play him. But otherwise, Roethlisberger may have sat for a year plus before he actually got out there. No. You know. He wouldn't have sat for more than a year, but – they didn't want to put him out there right away, like like they do now. It's different now than what it was back in 2004. Back well, then, I'm going to tell you, when, look, when Jimmy Johnson was the head coach of the formerly 1-15 Dallas Cowboys, and they had their number one draft pick overall in Troy Eggman, Troy got his butt out in the field, and he played. And he got jacked up. Well, yeah, he got, that's my point. You know. Right, but that's, that's he got experience. But he got experience, wow. and then he was able to take it, and you know, finally after like the third year, you know, won a Super Bowl. So that experience does mean something. Uh, some people don't learn by watching; they learn by doing. You have to know what kind of uh, kind of person you have too that you're trying to, you know, mold and shape into a professional football player. But anyway, I just I, I thought that I didn't think Carol was the best representative of coaches that could have made it to the, uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm sorry, not Super Bowl, the, the Hall of Fame. So I was a little kind of salty about that. Now, as far as Jimmy Johnson, it was awesome seeing him choked up because uh, he had been nominated several years and, you know, obviously didn't get in before now. So it seemed very genuine the way he was, he was, choked up and you know you know eventually he would get in because one thing that seems to happen is when these uh, pundits are on TV they end up getting voted in to the Hall of Fame you know, if you notice the same thing with NFL Network um, same thing happened with Fox everybody on that panel is now a Hall of Famer that played football or was involved with coaching so I think that's one reason why he got in but he was an excellent coach I mean I knew Jimmy Johnson from when he was with Miami, University of Miami Hurricanes, and he came to pit and kicked our butt. I mean, not just once. I mean, he did it on the regular. And he had awesome teams at Miami. So when he came to Dallas, I was like, thank you. We're going to have somebody that's going to come in and take over. And I knew he was a winner, and he was always a winner. And did you know, Quinn, that he actually, Jimmy Johnson was actually an assistant coach at Pitt once upon a time? So I that was didn't another know that reason at all. why I like it. I didn't know that. That's got, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, now, as far as Drew Pearson, love, love, love Drew Pearson. So to know that he was not voted in and Cliff Harris was, I'm feeling some kind of way about that. Yeah, Cliff Harris was a, a good defensive guy, but I wouldn't necessarily say that, oh, yeah, He's a shoe in the Hall of Fame. I, I never would have said that. Um, I mean, he was one of the, the pieces of glue in, in that secondary, but Charlie Waters was good too. So how does Cliff Harris get in, but Charlie Waters doesn't get in? But, you know, I thought that Drew Pearson was clutch. You know, he made the catches when Dallas needed him. And I tell you, had he not gotten injured in a car accident, which, you know, ended his career – I think he would have continued to uh, garner yards and receptions and things like that 
and then he would have been a surefire Hall of Famer. But his his um, career-ending uh, car accident, which actually killed his brother in that accident, um, I think was the difference between him getting in and not getting in because he didn't have the stats, I suppose. So I'm, I'm, I'm sad for him, but hopefully maybe he'll get in the next iteration of uh, Hall of Fame selection. So that's how I feel, Quinn. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. It, it it was it was crazy because you know it just his reaction. I mean, everything's on social media now, and he had some of his family members and people around him, and just just to see that reaction was very very sad. And I know he was a big part of the, the Cowboys teams, but my 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 only thing is, how can you have a member that you put on an All Decade team not in the Hall of Fame? What kind of sense does that make? Does that just not, does that not make any sense to just me, or or, or am I am no. I like are pe- people like am I not alone with this? Because I'm like, how does that even and, make sense? And he's the only one of the all decade team from the '70s who's not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, come on, like that's that's wrong, man. Like, like do the right thing, Hall of Fame. Do do the right thing. Seriously, put him in. Well, the I guy, think with guy, a lot of the, the blowback. A lot of the blowback, I think, this year will maybe help him get in as a senior next year. I think that's what probably so. will happen. I hope so. Do do the right thing. Cowboy, you know, Cowboys fans today are need to keep keep screaming for this guy to be in. Cause, I mean, it's just it's just dumb. You you put him on an all decade team. It was good enough to be on an all decade team, but he's not good enough with all his accolades, including a Super Bowl championship. To not be in the hall, it's just it's just mind blowing to me. And the same thing could be said like for my for my era, it was like ter- watching like To like To's in the Hall of Fame, but it's like so you're telling me the number two guy in yards and number three guy in touchdowns isn't worthy of being a top 100 on the top 100 list for NFL receivers on the all time team. Does that? I, I, maybe it's just me. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but that doesn't make any sense to me at all. It makes no sense. I'm sorry. Like, I, how is that? How is that guy not on the? Like, it's just, it, it's it's playing with disrespect, and it, it's it, just do the right thing, people. It, it's never too late to do the right thing, as uh, Spike Lee once said. So do the right thing. All right, let's end the show. We already got. Well, hold on, you didn't ask Uncle Trevor's opinion. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Uncle Trevor, do you have any (laughs) anything you want to add on this? Sorry, sorry about that. I I don't care. He's 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 the enemy of Pittsburgh. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But but he's not he's not the only one that's not in that's that's deserving. I will say about Cower that he he wasn't. That good of a, he's a good regular season coach. He wasn't a good playoff coach. They were they were really they probably shouldn't even won the Super Bowl. They did win. I mean, for one thing, Bettis had that fumble against the Colts. The guy should have oh, yeah. scored, and for some for some reason he didn't turn. He turned back and let Rosberger tackle him. The Colts should have beat them. Then in the Super Bowl, get the, the refs cheated for Pittsburgh. I can admit that. There are several bad calls against Seattle. Yep. So, sure was. Really, so, <laughs> So yeah, really, really, Cal, Cal, so, so really, Cal shouldn't have any titles. So he's 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 the Marty Schottenheimer of Pittsburgh, a good regular season coach, but not a good playoff coach. So that's he's really fortunate. 
he's really fortunate to be to be in there. Oh. That's all I gotta say about oh. him. Oh, and as for Pearson, as for Pearson, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of guys that are deserving and aren't in. He's not the only one. He's getting the attention because of what happened on video there. But there are other guys that deserve to be in there and, and aren't. He's not the only one. So, I mean, it's sad, but you can't. I guess you could put everybody in if you wanted to, but there are a lot of good guys that need to be in there and that are and aren't. I think I think the the main reason is I think Pittsburgh beat Dallas twice in Super Bowls, and that's why they have more guys in there than Dallas does. If they've ever been reversed, because Pittsburgh was drugged <laughs> up on steroids when they were playing well, in Dallas. I mean, if, if they had been reversed, Drew Pearson would be in there and Swan would. But since Pittsburgh won, and Swan had the big game in one of them, and the catches he made were so dynamic. That's probably why. It is not fair, so but that's just the way it is. Feel sorry for the guy, but he ain't the only one. Like I said, Charlie Waters is over there. He's not in there either for Dallas. So. Hmm. Oh well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it, it was cool to get y'all's uh, fix. You know, get get y'all's uh, thoughts on that because it's gonna be. Pretty cool to see. And I bought NFL Network. We are 15 minutes away from kickoff. They're making their picks. Rich Eisen and Mooch have picked Kansas City. I think almost everybody's going to pick Kansas City on this on, on this panel here. Um, we'll see here. But in the final three minutes of the show, um, it's been a wild week of sports. Uh, it really, really has. We'll just end, this, end the show by talking about some of the things that have happened. And yes, this is a sports show. We're we're in football season for two more games, uh, but what's going on in Major League Baseball with the sign stealing scandal is absolutely amazing, and amazing for all the wrong reasons. It, I mean, wow, wow. I, I wish we had more time to talk into that, but maybe I just have to do a separate show just on my opinions of that. Get my get my research and get get some of my baseball buddies on because it is unreal what is going on. The Astros um, have completely uh, – wow. They, I mean, they, they've completely made a whole mess of themselves, and so have the Red Sox, and the Red Sox haven't even they – have, they haven't even finished their investigation yet. I, I just – this is going to be amazing. So but that, that I'm probably going to have to do a separate show on. Um, also in the NFL, Luke Keekley retired. So congratulations to Luke. He had a great career. So, uh, we'll get, give him his props. It's about six time pro bowler, six, six or seven times. I don't know. He's probably, he, he'll, he'll, he might, he might be good enough for the hall. I don't know just yet, but you know, he, he had a great career. So congratulations to Luke Keekley at 28, but he had to, cause he, he was having, he had too many concussions. It was starting to get a little scary for Luke there. Um, and finally, I mean, the the the, the AB stuff. We, we we won't end on a bad note, but so AB get some help, man. Just just get some help. It's not. It, it, it's getting it's getting worse by the day. It's not funny anymore. Nobody wants to see this. Like you're just 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 get help. It's it's gonna end badly. 
for you. Everyone with any brain can see that. So get some help. PSA from the Always 100 podcast. All right. Well, we got 30 seconds left. Uh, do you guys want to say anything else before we sign off and go enjoy championship weekend? Well, I, I have something to say. Uh, yeah, I go hope ahead, that Coach Clapper. I hope that Coach Clapper is a as good of an OC with the Giants as he was head coach for the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, oh no! Uncle Charlie, you have anything, anything to add? State Farm. State Farm. Uh, I got I got one thing to add in the show. Go Titans. Go Titans, go Titans, go Titans. Come on, Derek. Run, run them boys into the Super Bowl, man. Run them boys into the Super Bowl. But uh, anyway, all right, you guys. This is That's the end of the show. We're signing off. We're getting ready for Championship Sunday. We're going to enjoy it, and we hope you did too. Follow the show on the uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we will see you um, probably in two weeks because – the fan, the, uh, the fandom show. We'll, we'll get that fandom show down at some point, but uh, a lot going on in my personal life, you know, jobs and stuff. So we will get a fandom show done because I'm really excited for that. But until two weeks, we will see you for Super Bowl Fifty Four in Miami from Quinn, Mona, and Trevor. This has been the Always One Hundred Podcast. Enjoy Championship Sunday and go Titans! Woohoo! Woo!